The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. I'm plugging in now. I'm ready. Warning, this podcast may eventually begin, and it may contain bad language and some content that some listeners may find explosive. Or offensive. Offensively explosive. Like the night after a really bad meal. Or go. You cannot. You already have to bleep. (laughs) Jesus Christ, what is wrong with you? (laughs) I don't know. Welcome to Seesaw Podcast. With your hosts, T, Cleves, and Selena. Every week, bringing some much needed balance and humor to brighten up what can sometimes be a dark, disabled world. Wow, this could be one of those fucking episodes. I just feel like I, I, I find the worst thing to say, and I just think, yeah, that seems like the most appropriate thing right now. It never is. No, and we're going to move on from that. Welcome back to Seesaw Podcast, the pound shop sparklers, that is disability podcasts. You thought that through and you said you had no notes. I don't need notes, I'm just that damn good. So if you haven't guessed from all the explosive firework-based chat, today we're going to be talking about Guy Fawkes Night. Oh, I thought you were going to say something, I was beginning with G. Or Bonfire Nights, or Fireworks Night, or whatever people call it. Gunpowder Treason Day. Before we get into this and light the fuse, let's see if we have any quick blind news. Oh, that was a rhyme. I feel slightly dirty. Yeah, you, you managed to crank in so many puns as well. Finding off on my fundamentals. Oh, God, this is just... Anyway, quick blind news. I've got some. Good news for all visually impaired Pringles fa- um, fans, because... Navi Lens <laughs> Navi Lens is now on the side of all Pringles. So when you go to a shop and you want to get the right flavour to pop, now you can. You described it as if it was a section of the disability community. <laughs> I'm not saying there isn't fan pages out there, but... <laughs> what, also, what's Navi Lens? An app. I, oh, I knew that. What's your favourite flavour of Pringles and why is it sour cream and chive? Fan <laughs> Do you like good old ready salted, to be fair? Oh, my God. Let's move on. Okay, let's do my quick blind news. A woman is accusing a swimming pool for going blind in one eye because of a flesh-eating parasite. Gross. Yuck. I know this breaks the rules, but uh, she also washed her face in stagnant water by the sounds of it as well. Uh, that was just in her basin, so it could have easily come from that. Yeah, she literally has no legal grounds on this. She's just blaming a swimming pool. Why did it only eat her eye flesh? Because it only one eye. Yeah, Yeah. because it likely didn't happen in the swimming pool. But why would a flesh-eating virus do that anyway? The bigger question is, why would it exist when chlorine would kill it? Maybe it was an outdoor swimming pool. Or sea salt water pool. True, but the salt would have also killed the parasite. Touché. Here's my quick blind news that's not really quick blind news, it's just some shit that I did. Recently. 
I watched a film called John Wick 4. John Wick 4 has a blind assassin in it, and it has a really kind of cliche, on-the-nose name for this assassin. Would anyone like to take a guess at what this visually impaired assassin's name was? Stevie Wonder? Kane. (laughs) In summary, I enjoyed the film. I enjoyed the character. Don't think it was played by a blind actor, but John Wick 4. And that's quick blind news. John Wick 4 is not even a recent film. Oh, but it does segue on nicely for next week. Next week? Seesaw Cinema. Oh, yeah. What film are we doing, guys? We are doing All the Light You Cannot See, All the Light We Cannot See, audio described by our friends at IDC. On Netflix. So that's your homework. on the 3rd of November. 3rd of November. So watch that. Listen to the episode. We'll see you next week. Goodbye, everybody. Oh, that's a short episode. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so if you're still with us, I didn't immediately just go to the next podcast in your stream of deliciousness. I also just have to very quickly interrupt selena have you listened to any of the recent podcasts back i literally listened to the ask don't assume campaign one today that's a while back okay never mind i'll cut that's that, not that while back <laughs> no I, did. Behind. I was just curious to whether you had any oh uh, you've done something on. you've done something <laughs> what have you done <laughs> no if you'd like to tell Selena what she's <laughs> what's happened, uh, you can find her on Twitter. The link's in the show notes. Oh, God. Now I'm going to have to have a good catch-up. Anyway, if you want a bit of feedback about the Ask, Don't Assume podcast that we did. Welcome, everyone, to... That don't impress me much. Selena's segment on Seesaw Feedback, including everything that we might have done wrong or done badly and the occasional thing that we might have actually done right. That don't impress me. My sound quality is way better than you guys, and you've got these fancy headphones and microphones, and I've just got my little iPhone and non-wireless headphones, and I sound better. Yeah, me and T had that discussion afterwards. So the statement from Seesaw Corporate (laughs) is... Technical issues can sometimes happen. And even if you have the best setup, sometimes it just doesn't work properly. Nice disclaimer there, bro. You sound all right today, though. That's good, because I literally just checked that we were using the microphone. (laughs) (laughs) Great. So let's get on to the topic of the week. So this week, we are doing bonfire. Wait, is there there a theme tune for topic of the week? Oh, yeah, it'll be in there. This old school. Back when we did topics. Oh, yeah. That one. Yep, yep. <laughs> oh, Selena. <laughs> oh, you just get more content. <laughs> oh, no. I don't know what you've done. <laughs> okay, let's actually do the topic, shall we? Topic of the week. So this week we are talking about Bonfire Night or Guy Fawkes Night. Um, we'll just call it Bonfire Night from this point. If you are unfamiliar with it, because we have listeners from not in the UK, sorry, Selena. It doesn't last for just a night. No, it doesn't. It lasts for about a month. <laughs> yeah. Infuriating. Yeah, with that. Uh, especially for dog owners, it can be uh, 
big issue. But we'll get to that. Uh, so Guy Fawkes was some dude who tried to blow up the House of Parliament and he got caught and executed. And because of that, we now celebrate bonfires and fireworks on the 5th of November. Here's some additional information for you. Guy, a.k.a. Guy Fawkes, was a member of the gunpowder plot who were a bunch of Catholics trying to execute the then Protestant king, James I, who was also the king of Scotland at the time. Someone's been on Wikipedia. How dare you? He's reading it <laughs> right now. I am, yeah. <laughs> Did I say it was in 1605? God, I'm good. I remembered all of this from my days in GCSE history, yep. of which this wasn't a topic. No, it was primary school history. <laughs> anyway, he got, he got caught guarding the gunpowder, the explosives, that was actually underneath the House of Lords, which was part of the British Parliament, and still is, for our American listeners. Do you know and the poem or the rhyme? Remember, remember, the 5th of November, gunpowder, treason and plot. Lovely. <laughs> well done. There Thanks. you go. So, getting on to the actual topic, it isn't history with Seesaw. We're going to go over what we've previously done and what we like to do on Bonfire Nights, especially from a visually impaired perspective, because they are mostly about fireworks. So let's start back in the past. How far in, in the past? Well, in kids, I guess. Oh, right. Our past. Yeah. Not, not, not I thought you meant like 60. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I thought you wanted me to give you a little bit more history on how it came about. No, no, no. Absolutely Are you not. sure? Because no. I've got several paragraphs. I think we have enough padding already in this episode. <laughs> so I went to a fair few bonfires when I was younger. Usually schools put them on. Eat terrible hot dogs, like one pound for a hot dog from a tin. Sure you're not thinking of one pound fish? No. Don't put that in. He has the sound clip. But Come on, ladies. Always used to enjoy it. Yeah, you bundle up in the warm, you'd have the big bonfire going, you get a hot chocolate, have a hot dog, usually there's candy floss and other stuff going on. Just a bit of an event. And then you wait around in the cold, sometimes rain, until you count down to the fireworks. It goes on for around seven to ten minutes, and you will be standing around for two hours getting cold. And everyone's like, ooh. And they're like, all right, let's go on. <laughs> I mean, the That's grains of truth are very much in that. But you're missing out the fun and the enjoyment. Standing around that, like someone's built a big-ass bonfire, and standing around it and puddling up, and it's all warm. Sometimes you're in your friend's back gardens, and... You know, you've got the the beer and the, I don't know, not barbecue, but whatever you want else going, toffee apples. So there, there is something that maybe, I don't know if it's a Leicester thing, but in Nottingham it definitely is a thing. Do you want to enlighten people about a, a certain cup that has... Oh, yeah, uh, peas and mint sauce. Mushy peas what? and mint sauce, banging. It's not a Leicester thing. Well, it's not got there yet. Do you want to go over what this is? Yeah, you know, mushy peas in a cup. Yes. Then you add mint sauce to it. It's it's not a complex dish. All the best things Barely in life are simple. <laughs> Get some green mush, add some more green mush to it to make it a slightly darker green mush, and then eat it with a spoon while you okay. stood around the fire. It's delicious. Don't don't look, I can hear it in your voice, Selena, that you're not convinced. Are they but... hot peas? Are the peas hot? Why would it be cold? Oh god. <laughs> the, you're outside. Some... I don't the, know. Yeah, the peas are hot. They're under like a they're on a saucepan. Keep them warm. Okay. Have a little scoop out, and then have a little scoop of mint sauce. 
They are not expensive. I, I, I can still tell that Selena is just not, there's no convincing. I'm not a big pea fan generally. I mean, they have to be in sauce if I'm going to eat peas, to be fair. Oh, They're in their own sauce, the mushiness mm. of them. Mm. Oh, so are there any regional Leicester bonfire night specials, Selena? What, what's your bonfire history? Um, went to a couple of displays, vaguely remember. Yeah, similar thing, I guess, with the not like burgers or hot dogs or whatever. Standing around a fire, waiting for the fireworks. But I think like nowadays, the fireworks that you used to get at the, the displays where you'd like go out of your way to go to, people just do them in their gardens now. Like my friends a few years ago, kind of traditions kind of stopped. I don't know why. Always used to do fireworks together and everyone would take some and they used to get the proper big display ones and just let them off in their garden even though it wasn't really big enough um with ones that you're supposed to say stand 20 meters away in their five meter garden but i could see by obviously i've not always been proper blind so i used to be able to see the fireworks in the air growing up and i literally remember the last time i saw fireworks in the air was i think it was the year i went to it was at rnc that new year 2007 then New Year's Eve, went to Disneyland Paris and the fireworks over the Magic Kingdom. That was that the last time awesome. I could Yeah, that was literally the last time I could see them in the air. And then since then, I need to light those ones that look pretty little fountain ones that stay on the ground or your, your Catherine kind of wheel or sparklers. I can kind of see them sometimes if I'm close up. So I, I need round those. fireworks now. I've got two things for that. One, mm-hmm. those ground fireworks, for most people, they're terrible. Like, if you go to a fireworks day <laughs> and all it is is ground fireworks, I'm telling you right now, no thank you. No one's coming back. I, do you know what? I'd definitely go to a firework display that's purely ground fireworks. That'd be my, like, ideal. Do you know what I'm going to do? someone who only has light perception, that's, like, the best thing ever. At least I'm seeing something exciting. I'll get you a bag of sparklers. Yeah, I do struggle. I can kind of see sparklers, but not. I can't always see the. It's not really enough light on my sparklers. I can kind of catch the odd flash, but the fountains. It's a lot of lot of fire. Just not using the right sparklers. We need to get your phosphorus flares. <laughs> see those, and they'll blind everyone else around you, so you can all enjoy the ground fireworks for the year after. <laughs> my second thing is, and I'm not mm-hmm. sure whether anyone else picked up on this. What are those round fireworks called that you attach to a fence and they go around in a circle? That's why I said Catherine. Catherine wheel. What's it called? Catherine wheel. Something wheel. <laughs> Catherine oh, no. wheel. I, I don't know what, what you called it, but I'm sure oh, it's like Catherine of Aragon. I'm thinking that episode you've done something to me is on icons now. I don't know what no. you're talking about. <laughs> it's going to be the icons episode, isn't it? Okay, I'm going to listen to that soon. <laughs> stay tuned next week folks yeah selena will have notes <laughs> okay so what was your experience of fireworks with uh vision cleaves is it something you still can kind of see well i've got different as a kid we used to go down the local park and they used to put on a fireworks display have a big old bonfire my parents used to take me there used to be little burger vans there to get crappy burgers and hot dogs like you said candy floss might be one or two fairground rides there as well and um, you know toffee apples you get bonfire toffee as well i'm not sure how world renowned that is but you know it's like really hard toffee that's been burnt 
they caramelize the sugar, don't they? Yeah. Caramel apples, but not caramel. Anyway, so that was good. I enjoyed that. And then we started having some in the back garden. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Oh, actually, one year, um, there's a big fair in Nottingham called Goose Fair. Mm. I've been Goose Fair. Have you? Yeah, Yeah. it's good. It's normally about two or three weeks before bonfire night. And... My sister won like a big stuffed toy dog. And I'm not even kidding. It's probably about a four foot high. And my sister was probably about the same size at the time. Anyway, my mum was convinced that as it had come from a sta- uh, a fairground stall, that the dog probably had fleas. And <laughs> so we decided one, well, one fine night, that as an effigy for Guy Fawkes, we'd instead burn the dog. Oh, so we took the stuffed toy dog, which wouldn't really sit up properly on on the fire. Like we'd made the fire up and we were trying to sit the sort of dog on top, but he wasn't sitting there properly. So my dad put an old raincoat on it, stuck a stick in the ground and then slid the raincoat onto the stick so that the dog was basically stuck on top of the fire. Then he hadn't a problem getting the fire started. So my dad got some petrol. Oh my God. Splashed it around a little bit. And in his own words, I've never seen anything go up so fast in my life. And that was the end of the dog. But we had a fun night. And everyone was okay? Yeah. It's very rare as well that you get to, like T said, see an actual sort of effigy Guy Fawkes being burnt, even if it is a toy dog. What was your sister's reaction to this beloved toy that she had? Yeah, it wasn't all that beloved, I don't think. It just took up space in her bedroom. She had a little bedroom at the time. <laughs> then we moved house and I had to get the small bedroom. Anyway, <laughs> my bitterness aside, <laughs> as we've grown up, we now start to have fireworks parties or displays at a friend's house. And I have a bit of a reputation between our friends of being a bit of an asshole because I once went out to a gig, got absolutely smashed, and then turned up at my friend's bonfire night and then loudly heckled their fireworks for most of it. How bad the fireworks were, how poorly timed they were, pretty much all of it. And now it's um, a sort of running joke that if I come to a fireworks display that I'm probably going to criticise them. Wow. Can't imagine that for me, could you? No. <laughs> but can you still see fireworks? Oh, yeah. Back to the original question. Good point. <laughs> I went off on a sort of Cleves tangent. Um, yeah, I can still see fireworks. It's quite good, isn't it? Because they're, um, the contrast, I think, is quite good against the black sky versus the bright bangs and that kind of stuff floor fireworks again this is why i said i had a little time for them i think they were probably one of the things i heckled more that night because <laughs> i i think i may have even used the phrase they're not fireworks if they don't leave the ground so i mean i i will agree that the contrast if it wasn't the contrast then i would not be able to see them at all i went to a display must have been five or six years ago they did display when the sun was still up what? It's like four in the afternoon. It was completely pointless. I couldn't see anything. I was just like, oh, that's crap. And I went, oh. That is bad. I, uh-huh. I don't know why. It must have been some regulation. It was a local park. It must be some regulation of like the residents had kicked off the year before or something. And it's like, oh, you woke my kid up. It's like, 
yeah, it's fireworks night. Like, what do you expect? Well, it's not a library. I have some other mm. memorable fireworks experiences. One year, I went to a theme park in the UK called Alton Towers. I appreciate I just mansplained that to everyone in the UK, <laughs> but for those outside of the UK, it's a theme park. And that evening, they had a fireworks display, and it was like, fireworks back in time. And they did a really cheesy, like, back in time thing, and then they uh, had, like, big screens up with a, this is Alton Towers back in 1921 when it was just gardens. And then they had, like, little floor fireworks and shit. And, you know, as the time went on, they got bigger and bigger, and then do do and then it was all, like, going nuts by the end of it. Anyway, it was all to music and stuff. Yeah, yeah. They had, like, a whole, like, production uh, done for it. And the best mm-hmm. thing was, as well, we got it all for free because my dad worked for the railway, and that was, like, the railway day out. You can get some <laughs> shit on the railway. Now it's just... Strikes. I mean, it strikes a lot, yeah. In <laughs> <laughs> old towers. Yeah. And also, in Nottingham, we usually have a fireworks display on the site of Goose Fair. But they've cancelled it the last couple of years because apparently due to the cost of living, they can't afford it. And that's all I've got. End on a high note. Go. So I'm just a bit... The cost of living for people to go to a free fireworks display. Yeah, well, fireworks are fucking extortionate, aren't they? Mm. Yeah, if, but that, if, you have, if you have a 10-minute display, you're talking thousands of pounds. Yeah, but that's burning money. Problem. True. Well, it can take a lot less. There is a famous YouTube video. I will put it in the show notes. I believe it's a town in Scotland where they had a mistake. This was back in like 2015, where all of their fireworks, fireworks went off at once. Oh, I think I remember this, yeah. And it's like 25, 30 seconds of absolute madness and then deathly quiet. Still cost them a lot, though, didn't it? It's hilarious. <laughs> I will put it. I put it in the show notes. Uh, even if you can't see fireworks, just the soundscape of it is great because there's nothing but explosions. It's like a war zone, and then just silence. On that visual aspect, then, how do you enjoy the the sounds and the feels? I like the coziness of bonfire night. Like getting a big jacket on, like woolly hat. Usually have like a a hot, yeah, you know, some hot food. When you're growing up, you have a bit of an adult beverage, maybe. Fourteen, and you get one of those little stubby beers that your mum and dad's put lemonade in. Yeah, <laughs> I just have a little adult beverage or hot chocolate or something. It's just a nice night, isn't it? Just a little bit chilly. Winter's on the way. It's just nice and cozy. And you had the big bonfire that usually you can try and get close to, but depending on how big the actual event is, you might not even get close to it. But you will see it from a distance. They're usually quite big. Do you enjoy the bangs and the whooshes of the fireworks? Uh, I do, but since becoming a guide dog owner, it's something that is a bit more gives me a bit more anxiety because my previous dog absolutely hated them. The new dog, he's a little bit untested. I've only had him for one fireworks night, and he was fine. But my first dog was fine for the first few years, and then he started to get really creeped out. They get more sensitive as they get older, don't they? My first guide dog, he was not bothered at all by fireworks, by anything. It was bomb-proof. Um, Riley, he wasn't too bad initially, I guess, when I had Calvin as well. I feel like Calvin just told him, like, chill out, mate, it's nothing to worry about. But the last couple of years, yeah, Riley's goes, well, we, we're kind of looking in my house, so I can close... The door, I've got a hallway, so I can close the living room door. And then I can close the curtains on the other side as it doesn't go straight out into the garden. There's the orangery in the way. 
and he kind of he's not too bad then if he's in the you know put the TV on he's can hear a bit but he won't won't go out to to do a busy it's not it's a bit too much the noise but saying that that's only when he's at home but if we're out just generally walking and one goes off he's not bothered so I don't really get it Wes was the same out and about didn't really care would never take mm. him to a display or anything cast just cruel but if someone set one off and we are about absolutely fine but then all you would have to do is even smell like a bonfire on the air and he'd just freeze up at home and just shake and just wouldn't get out of his bed. And it got to a point where we have to having to dose him from the vet. Oh, okay. Um, we, we had to Did he have start. a thunder shirt? No, no. Um, Can he, you just explain he, to me what that is? It's a shirt for dogs. If they're scared of thunder or, or fireworks, you put it on them and it wraps them up like really tight and they feel like really secure like they're having a cuddle. I need to get Riley one. If anyone wants to buy Riley one, please send me one. Thanks. <laughs> nice little bit of e-bag in there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Christmas is coming. <laughs> no, he never had one of those. Uh, he just had basically diazepam just <laughs> in his food. He was just a bit dopey for the evening, but he didn't really, he wasn't too bothered, really. It's like from that, he's like, eh, fine, whatever. But we'll see how Ted goes. He was fine last year, but we'll have to it's wait like not make You need to not make a big deal when they're young. Like, just play with them as if it's normal. Like, and supposedly that works. But also, yeah. I don't know, this talk of fireworks being without sound, what do we think about this? No point. The explosions. Yeah, yeah but yeah, so yeah. the animals don't get scared. Is and the war veterans. <laughs> <laughs> I think we have to enjoy things as we go, like while we can, because we have like clean air laws and everything that's happening in the world. There's going to be a point where you won't be able to do a bonfire anyway because of air pollution. So I think in the meantime, we'll just enjoy it. And then whatever happens, happens. But I think it would be a shame like to, to lose that environment. And I hope to have kids one day and I want to be able to take my kids and give them their first bonfire night and make them ridiculously sick on candy floss and then have to clean out the car the next morning. Fun. So <laughs> should it fun. just be like one single night then? I think it's not going to be that bad this year because bonfire night falls at the, on a weekend. Yeah. But like normally it's like the weekend before, the weekend of, the weekend after. Okay. I haven't heard any yet where we are, but there's still time. We'll see how the weekend goes. <laughs> Yeah, because Halloween is also like the week before, isn't it? So people do it for Halloween, yeah. people do it for Bonfire Night. So. And then there's Diwali as well that happens at some point around a similar time. So what do we think of Fireworks Night? Yay or nay? For all of the, the hassle it causes for guide dogs, maybe not being able to see it, do we do we still think it's good? Yeah, I mean, if you're a dog owner, you kind of know what you're getting into, don't you? And there are things you can do. Like Selena said, Thunder Shirt, Drugs. drugs. Uh, making them feel comfortable and, you know, taking them out to the toilet, maybe give them an early dinner, toilet them early so that they can settle in. And get You're them supposed to desensitise them. Start playing fireworks sounds early on before the, the big bangs start. Mm. I'll use my sleepy fireworks mix <laughs> before I go to bed. <laughs> Some people like wave noises and whale mm. sounds. Nope, not me. I'm from Nottingham. I'm used to gunshots. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh 
I like fireworks. I want to go to a firework display that is accessible with ground fireworks only because I don't have the distance vision to see them in the air anymore. Or your garden. Yeah, but the thing is with ground fireworks, if you go to a big event, you're not going to have to see them, are you? Because you're going to be stuck behind someone taller than you. Hmm. And they'll put a barrier like 18 yards <laughs> away from it as well. You're not even getting close to that health and safety. Stuart and you got, and then there's no health and safety. Yeah, get Santi just let loads off one after another in your garden. You can just sit there in a deck chair. Oh, what are your thoughts on sparklers, by the way? A bit crap on no. Oh, I like sparklers, especially when they get too low and the sparks start hitting your hand. I was going to say, I like <laughs> spelling my name out and doing things like that. Yeah, yeah, that too. <laughs> it's just not for me. I don't see the point of them. Oh, they're fun. Unless it's going to explode at the end. I'm not interested. I had some at my wedding. That was fun. Oh, so so you had them at your wedding. You completely distantly had them at your wedding. My (laughs) wife wanted them and it (laughs) looked good. Like we had a lot of us, like 80, 90 people writing things at once. And that looked pretty cool. But my friends had um, lanterns. What's it? Chinese lanterns. Yeah, they had them at their wedding. We had some in our friend's garden a few years back now. And uh, it kind of flew up and then. Came back down on next door's fence and it to <laughs> get it on pretty quick. Yeah, fire hazards. Ah, <laughs> uh, my final thought is fireworks, yay! Bonfire night, yay! There used to be a myth that if you looked up at fireworks, that a spark could fall down into your eye. It absolutely is not a thing. So, so go out and enjoy fireworks with whatever capacity of vision you have. Don't set them off, though, if you're visually impaired yourself. Like we did at RNC in the orchard. wasn't me, but I was there. You just said we. I was there. I didn't set it off. I wasn't there because I'm a responsible adult <laughs> slash probably went home because it was a weekend. The story is wasn't, It wasn't the weekend because I was there. Where the hell was I? I don't know. Tesco. I had a job. Get a job, you bums. <laughs> the story was uh, a blind man from Wales didn't read the label on his fireworks, was holding yeah. it in his hand instead of putting it in the floor, lit it, then tried to read it using the lit fuse as the light source, realised it was getting close to the end of the rocket and threw it, and it just yeah. spiralled and hit a building. Oh, that's pretty fun, though, when it firework fights. Yeah, but it was the building with all the guide dogs in. With all the guide dogs in, they didn't just pen them up, did they? <laughs> no, but a lot of the guide dog owners were in that one hall's of residence because it had like places for them to go to the toilet and stuff. So I don't was... think they ever found out who did it, but there was a thing the next day. <laughs> did that. This is the confession. It was the Welsh guy. <laughs> I was just there. Yeah, that's what they all say. And on that, let's call an end to this. I need to go and listen to the icons episode. <laughs> <laughs> so whatever you're doing uh this bonfire night be safe have fun drink responsibly if that's something you're going to do and have a wonderful time also watch that film for next week which was called all the light we cannot see (laughs) oh i cannot see it's one of those (laughs) links in the show Uh, notes (laughs) good night everybody Thank you for listening to Seesaw Podcast. Your feedback and comments mean a lot to us, so if you'd like to get in touch, you can do so in the following ways. You can find us on Twitter at SeesawPod, Facebook, 
Instagram and YouTube at Seesaw Podcast. And you can also join us at SeesawPodcast.com. Remember to like, rate, review and share with a friend.